Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Yes, August is done. We're into September, and uh, did you see a lot of people complaining on the weekend about summer being over, Jim? Yeah, everybody's miserable. Technically, it's not over. Like, we're no. Still, it's still technically summer, but summer vacation is done. Yeah. And, and for the amount of hate that I saw online for September, it really is remarkable how much love this month gets musically. Hmm. Little montage here of September getting shout outs by some big musicians. Try to remember the kind of September. Josh September Groban. Neil. Daughtry. <laughs> the Daughtry. When September ends Do you remember Classic Justin Timberlake The classic song by Justin Timberlake From the Trolls soundtrack Or if you don't have kids Earth, Wind and Fire Yeah (laughs) Yeah, September is is a popular uh, song month If it wasn't the month that you had to go back to school it would be probably one of the top three months of the year because it's great. It's the, not not too hot. The humidity's cut down a little bit. Yeah, you got the pumpkin spice uh, stuff rolling out at at all the coffee shops, and it looks beautiful outside. Uh huh. The leaves, orange. the leaves yeah. changing. Leaves changing is nice. Yeah, you can put. I like. I like wearing a sweater. I like wearing a light sweater, Taz. Right. You know. Yeah, you're you're a cardigan guy. I love it. You've love been missing it. your cardigans the and past hoodies. couple months. Love hoodies too. Jim does a little Mister Rogers thing every day when we get to the studio here. <laughs> <laughs> Changes his sweater and puts on his comfortable uh, shoes. Hello, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> September. <laughs> it is September. Look at the positive here, folks. You got to go back to school, back to work, but uh, you got those cardigans. You got a question. Ask a lawyer, ask a lawyer A question about custody or a neighbor Ask a lawyer, ask a lawyer Ian Snedden, partner with Cohen Highly Lawyers in studio And we thought the phones might be a little slow Because everyone's going back to school, back to work But they're jammed, they are hot today, Ian So let's get right to it Okay Keith has a question about child support Go ahead, Keith Hi, um, I was married to my wife for, I don't know, probably about two or three years. Um, she had a child, and the reason I say she had a child, I'll come later. Long, long story short, um, the, my wife, my ex-wife went crazy, and I got contacted by the CAS, um, and, I got, and I got a DNA test done through, this, uh, through the CAS. Here comes the now, twist. Now, wouldn't do it. Now, here's the thing. It turns out that I was not the parent of the two children that I was paying child support for five years. So here's my question. Who owes me an apology and roughly $15,000? You might get an apology. That's about it. Uh, Yeah, this sounds like a Maury Povich I was going to say, you should be asking Maury, not a lawyer. Dude. Oh, that is... Like... What a terrible thing to happen. Here, you, you obviously care for these kids, right? Well, so they were young. I left. I, we split up. We split up when they were barely a year old. Okay. So but you, you thought they were your biological children? 
that point, I thought they were my biological oh, children, my and I treated them as such. Oh, God, man. The um, difficult thing here is that uh, um, the court looks at the best interests of the children, and if you stood in the place of a parent, uh, a court won't just automatically terminate Come on, your child really? No, no. Uh, so you could still deceived. have to pay child support if you find out they, they were never your kids. Now, what if the mother had the knowledge that you were not the parent and tricked you, uh, maliciously tricked you into paying the child support because she knew the actual father had didn't have any money? Money, yeah, that's a good question. I haven't looked at that one in a while, but this isn't the first time I've, I've heard of it. Yeah. It's happened numerous times before. and uh, I yeah. have no proof, but I'm, I'm, I, I think that that's, that's the case. Hold on, you don't have any, what happened to the DNA test? No, I don't have any proof that she had prior knowledge. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Well, she but, knows she cheated on you. Yeah. yeah. She obviously she was a possibility. With, he, he, she didn't get pregnant from the hot tub. <laughs> Well. Can you sue a hot tub, Ian? <laughs> no. You got some tricky ones out there, Keith. We could look into it pretty quickly for you, but um, what's happened right now is is she or anybody else pursuing child support from you? No. Um, I, proved, I proved they weren't. I sent the paperwork into a family responsibility office. They sent paperwork to the ex-wife, and I didn't have to pay anymore. Your big question, though, is can you get the money back that you yeah. paid for child support? It's less about the apology. <laughs> the apology. I can't make somebody apologize, yeah. uh, especially and, my and, wife. So. Yeah, <laughs> or so you can't make your wife apologize. No, how am I going to get How'd somebody you? else's wife? So, so uh, wow. Uh, yeah, I can't really do anything there. But I mean, it depends on what her knowledge was too. Um, I mean, maybe she did cheat on him, or maybe it was just they'd been broken up for a little she while thought, together. She thought that he were. was the father, but either way, that sucks, man. I think you'll have a yeah. tough time getting the $15,000 back. And one of the reasons I say that is I'm just inferring from what you're telling me when you said that uh, she went off the rails, so to speak, and the CS yeah. got involved. Does she have the 15000 to pay you? No. <laughs> in, in hindsight, fifteen grand, small price to pay to get rid of her, sounds like. It is. It yeah. is. Could have been worse. The poor kids, though. I do. My heart goes yeah. out to those poor kids who yeah. obviously aren't in a good situation. Yeah, they're 18 now, and they, they went through the foster, the, the CAS oh, route. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping they're, they're doing well. Everyone's talking our cows because uh, they were the big FM96 blind date band at Gables in Grand Bend on the weekend. Such a fun show. I mean, this is a band who now plays for 10,000 people. Selling out uh, shows in Toronto, big shows in Toronto, Hamilton. They're coming to London playing Budweiser Gardens, and we got to see them with 96 FM 96 freeloaders in a small bar in Grand Bend, Ontario. It was uh, really neat. And I know Andrew Graham, who works down the hall in the Global News Radio 980 CFPL newsroom, had a good night. Hi, Andrew. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? How about that, bud? I have seen this multiple times at concerts, and I'm always convinced it's a complete setup. I, I never think the person that they pull out of the audience to perform on stage with the band is is just a random person. But I know you. Um, yeah. Max from Arkells is like, does anyone know how to play guitar? 
Did you put your hand up or were people pointing at you? Well, it's a funny story. So what happened was um, he asked who can play guitar. So I, I put my hand just barely up, you know what I mean? Just being all shy. And then he walked to the other side of the stage. And I was uh-huh. with my friend, Ben Drummond, who was like this massive six foot four guy with these Stretch Armstrong length arms, just massive uh, yeah. arms. And he sees that he can't see me. So he like clears a crowd of people in front of me and then starts pointing and yelling at me. And then soon other people see him pointing at me. So then others join in. So it was like this group community just came together. To was get it me almost on like a Rudy moment, like Rudy, <laughs> yeah. Rudy? And I've heard I've heard bands that do this move say that you don't want the guy who puts his hand up because that could be any jerk, you know, who just wants attention. Yeah. Yeah. It's the person. Like who, I, I would have gone. I don't know how to play guitar very well, and I would have been like, Yeah, I know yeah, how to play. Yeah, yeah. And then you get up there and you're not good. Or anytime they ask you, Oh, does anybody know the lyrics to this song? It's the person who's pointing because that person's pointing at the super fan yeah. for sure. Like my yeah. friend will definitely rock this. So that's. Thank God your buddy did make that move yeah, for you. Yeah, so I owe everything to Ben, and then soon enough, next thing you know, I'm on stage with the Arkells, and I now have one thing in common with Nick Nurse, so that's something. <laughs> yeah, you know, there so. you go. Both yeah. of you have jammed out with the band. We have some audio. So this is Andrew Graham uh, from the newsroom down the hall performing with Arkells on Sunday in Green Bay. <laughs> called you a ringer. He was impressed immediately with how good you were. So they said to you, what chords? They said, who knows a C, D, and a G or something like that? Or? A D, G, and an E minor. Yeah. Those are forever my favorite chords now. <laughs> Love those chords. So listen, this is Andrew just gets right into it. Like you, how long have you been playing guitar for? Because I was uh, impressed. As, I didn't realize you had this skill. I've been playing for 11 years now. Um, started when I was in grade seven. Been playing ever since. And it's the funniest thing is I first saw Arkells back four years ago at Western University. Uh-huh. And during that show, there was a guy in the crowd who tweeted to the band saying, hey, can I come up on stage and play Private School? The exact same song. Can I play this on stage with you? And they gave him the chance. So midway through the concert, this guy comes on stage and plays guitar for Arkells. And I remember him being in the crowd being like, man, like that could have been me. I could have totally played that. <laughs> and ever since then, every concert I went to, I've always learned one song from the band. You know, just in case the guitarist breaks the <laughs> yeah, yeah, I swear, I swear. Someone gets a wrist cramp. Yeah, you never know. Someone gets a wrist cramp, has to use a washroom. And then... Hold, hold on. Is this, is this where they let him... They let you finish things off here. Yeah. Yeah, big old decor. much fun is that and how hilarious is it that you will learn a song <laughs> by the band you are going to see just in case one of the guitarists has a, a bad tuna fish sandwich before they go oh my god the guitarist is down we need someone who knows this one particular <laughs> yeah. song does anybody know one song by the Arkells and we can do it on repeat for the rest of the night oh here yeah hold on Andrew because yeah. you're such a, a talented guy We've got a guitar oh, here. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh, oh. You're famous. There we go. You're a rock star. Let's. Uh... What was private school the song that you practiced then? Um, it was not. It was leather jacket, but like a, an acoustic version of it. Uh-oh. Can you do a little do a little of the leather jacket for us here? That's okay? the thing I forget it. Like I learned it the <laughs> night of. <laughs> okay, play something for us. Let's hear what you uh, can do. Well, this is what I was playing on stage. Just like a D G minor. 
For folks listening at home with their guitars, all you do is a D. Private school. It's a good thing they didn't get us to sing. (laughs) Does anyone know the words of this song? Uh, Not really, but we sing along every time we hear it. (laughs) Okay, Andrew Graham, big finish here. Let's hear. Let's hear that final D. Hey. Imagine being in this situation. A guy named Max Sylvester decided to get his pilot's license, went out for his very first lesson on Saturday, his first lesson. In the middle of it, he's up in the air with his instructor. The instructor passed out. Oh, my God. This Max guy starts panicking. He radios the tower. At least he's able to figure out how to talk to the tower. And he starts explaining what is going on. Completely passed out. Flight flight instructor. What do you do? In the middle of the air. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. So this is the conversation. And to make it better, this was in Australia. So the, we got the accents here, too. This is uh, Max talking to the, uh, the tower back at the airport, trying to figure out what he's going to do. Very, very light. This is my first lesson. Are they Flight instructor said I was the best student he had. He has before he passed out <laughs> yeah. during my first flying lesson. He is the worst instructor <laughs> I've ever had. Wait a second, is he gonna wake up at the end of it and just be like, "You've passed lesson one. <laughs> Never panic." <laughs> this was a test. Because <laughs> not only does he have and to fly- you passed. <laughs> We're flying colors. No <laughs> pun intended. As soon as the wheels hit the ground, <laughs> he just pops it. Wow, I'm proud of you, mate. You did well up there. <laughs> Troil by fire. <laughs> so not only does he have to keep the f- the plane flying, he's got to keep this guy from dying, too, because the guy's like, yeah, keep his full, head up, right? Full on weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> like the, the instructor is flopping into his lap as he's as he's trying to bring the plane down. Oh and his, his family is watching from the ground because <laughs> they're so excited that Max, daddy's getting his fl- his pilot's l- oh license. Oh, my God. He's working towards his dream. This is his <laughs> first lesson. Let's go to the airport and watch daddy. <laughs> you should get some bonus points in that class, though. Like, you should get right. on a fast track system at that s- situation. Good for him. Yeah. Big kudos to, to Max. He definitely kept it together better than I would have. You're doing really, really well. You're doing an amazing job. Well, my flight instructor did say that I was the best student he had. I've got big balls. I've got big balls. And they're such big balls. And they're sassy big balls. And he's got big balls. 
<laughs> this song, bold. man. <laughs> I'm so glad it exists. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got this text message earlier this morning. I completely forgot about this, but it did happen. Uh, one of our listeners says, Taz, I spoke with you outside the Arkells concert at Gables and Grand Bend on the weekend about my buddy's giant testicle. It was you and your father-in-law, Igor. Do you remember? <laughs> I had forgotten. I do remember now. We've given the guy who sent the text message uh, a ring here. His name is Matt. Good morning, Matt. Morning, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, Good. Yeah, yeah, you came up and you said, hey, Taz, you got to see my buddy's giant testicle. I... Essentially, yeah, that's, that's kind of the way it went down, Taz. I, I, I declined your offer at the time, but now I'm kind of curious as to what the situation is. Because you could see a bulge, a pretty substantial bulge in your buddy's pants. How large would you say that his testicle is? It, it's, it's honestly the size of a softball, Taz. So I, I, I've been hearing, I heard about this thing from, from his and his, his old lady and him mm-hmm. for, for a coon's age. And I said... I said, I got to see this thing, buddy. You got to get this thing out. And he did. And, he he and whipped it out. It. Yeah, he got it. I said, I got to see it. Uh-huh. And it's this, it's a softball, Taz. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. I've never Ugh. seen nothing like it in my life. What is what's the, the reason? Is it a medical condition? Did he injure himself? Why is it so big? It's, it's a herniated testicle, Taz. It's a herniated testicle. Okay. There, there, is, a, there is a medical reasoning behind this but it's one of the most incredible things i've ever seen in my life (laughs) it sounds like you want one (laughs) you're walking around just trying to herniate your own (laughs) you got you got to you got to talk to this guy you got to get him on it's it's absolutely hilarious the way he talks about it is it reversible can you shrink it back down or once it grows that big are you you kind of stuck with it well, he, I think I think he's had quite a few consultations now, and uh, they're they're working on sorting that out at some point here. Anyway, that is, you know, I just feel bad for what it's going to look like when it shrinks down. You know, when you when when you blow up a balloon and then uh-huh. you let all the air out, it's never the same. Or like Al Roker. Remember when <laughs> yeah. Al Roker used to yeah. be really really fat, and then he lost weight, and he he just looked a little weird. Now he looks kind of sick. Uh huh. Like yeah yeah. It's, the skin. It's hanging. like he's missing something inside him. <laughs> Well, it's not like that whole area is too attractive to begin with, right? <laughs> and it's expandable. <laughs> they all kind of look like they've been deflated. <laughs> uh, but he's okay. Like, this isn't a life-threatening condition. It's not going to keep growing until it bursts or something like that. No, 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 absolutely not. It's just uh, it's one heck of a conversation piece. <laughs> and it's, it's something that you'll never see again in your life, I'm sure. Okay, and it's just the one. It's not both. It's just the one. That's correct. Just one. Did yeah. he tell you what he did to Hernie? Does he remember the moment that that it started growing? Or I never, I never dug that far into the history of it. I don't know how long it's been going on. <laughs> I just, I just was always. You didn't have to take notes. It would have been a simple question. Well, you're right. I see. I. It's been a big part of my life. I well, think. <laughs> I understand because now I have regrets. Now that you remind me that I had the opportunity to see your friend's enormous softball-sized testicle, and I didn't, uh, I didn't take that opportunity. I'm, 
I'm regretting it a little bit. But I said, I said, hey, look, it's Taz from FM 96. You, you got to show him your testicle, buddy. And now <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know. I said, no, no, you have to show him your testicle. Like, I don't, you, I don't ask care. Your, ask your bud. We'll get him into the studio. Are you curious to see it, Jim? I would 100% take a gander. Yeah. yeah. If, if he wants to come in, we'll give him full privacy. We won't do a live stream or, or anything like that. Yeah, let's do it. I'll reach out to him. Okay, okay, we won't we won't take any pictures, but we will have a courtroom sketch artist <laughs> ready so the people can see, you know. <laughs> and bring uh, bring your tape measure, okay, Jim? Because we need an accurate measurement of that thing. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or fm96.com.